morning, sports fans, betters, and cappers, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. It's a great day, especially after hitting a parlay last night, and the Dallas Cowboys finally win a playoff game for the first time in years. So we are excited for today's show, but we're going to talk about results from yesterday's games and headlines, including uh, the NFL wildcard playoffs, as well as cap things off with our daily betting card. Got six plays for you here today that we feel really good about. Time to turn the tide of this cold streak that we've had this month, and we're ready to do so today. But we got to start by talking about our great sponsors over at Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and EPL. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free, with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Also have the Saskatchewan number going down there at the bottom. So let's chat about it. What a wild, wild card weekend it was. Uh, a lot of overs if you're looking to bet wildcard weekend. Certainly hope you didn't tail our plays up until last night. Finished 1-5 with those wildcard plays. But a lot of them looked good until late results turned the tide, starting with that San Francisco dominant performance, especially in the second half against Seattle. They come out on top 41-23. Brock Purdy threw for 332 and three touchdowns. He has some of the best weapons in the league. Defense stepped up as well in the second half, holding uh, Seattle to, I think, six points, which is incredibly impressive. But a great year for Geno and the Seahawks. They also have a top pick coming up this year, top five pick in the NFL draft, so a great year for Seattle. The Chargers, they're going to charge They blew a late lead to lose to Jacksonville 31-30. to We're on the Chargers money line for this game. And it looked great when Trevor Lawrence threw four first-half interceptions, but then Four touchdowns in the second half. Defense stepped up in a big way as well. All this tells me is that Brandon Staley needs to go for the Chargers, and Herbert also needs to be better moving forward. They might try and re-up and find uh, a wide receiver upgrade with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams so injury-prone. Buffalo, they survived Miami 34-31. Four interceptions combined between Allen and Thompson. Um, but overall, Allen and company were a bit too much. Still a great year for Miami. It's unfortunate that Tua got hurt. That really held back from what could have been an incredible game, probably an upset for Miami as well if they have Tua in there, but they end up losing the game. Giants, they advance 31-24 to over Minnesota. Looks like Daniel Jones and Saquon are going to be a part of the long-term plans of this group. And then on the other side, Kirk Cousins and company. Kirk actually played really well. For what I guess you would consider a primetime game, given they were the only game on. 
but still the defense lets them down. They need to add some defensive pieces next year so they don't have to win so many tight games and hopefully can compete in the playoffs. Then you got Cincinnati. They won 24-17. to Very fortunate result for Cincinnati as well. They did not play their best. That Hubbard 98-yard fumble return touchdown was the difference maker in this one. Going to be a pivotal offseason for Baltimore as well. Um, we'll have to see what happens with Lamar. Do they go in and, and re-sign him to a long-term extension? Or are they also going to get him an elite receiver at the same time? It's one thing to bring him back, but he hasn't had weapons for the last couple of years. And then to cap it off, Dallas, my Dallas Cowboys won last night 31-14 to over TB12, who threw 66 times last night for 351 yards. They all but abandoned the run game. And everyone on Dallas played a great game, unless your name's Brett Maher, who missed four extra points, a postseason record. But Dak, he was incredible. 305 passing yards, four TDs, and a rushing TD on top of it. If you're looking at early betting lines right now, you got the Chiefs that are minus eight and a half, leaning Jacksonville there. You've got Philadelphia, who are minus seven and a half again, kind of leaning the Giants on that one. And then on Sunday, you've got that Bengals-Bills game, probably the one people are most excited for. Minus four and a half, the Bills have the points. And then Dallas, they are three and a half point underdogs against San Francisco as they this was the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. But with that, let's head over now. Let's talk about the daily game slate for today. Um, we have a lot happening. A lot of stay away games in the FA Cup today. Don't get too greedy betting these games. Don't be going and betting Forest Green Rovers and Birmingham City. As much as I like Birmingham City today, I'm not betting a road team minus 105 against an opponent like that. Accrington Stanley versus Boreham Wood. Don't be a super D-Gen. Stay away from this game. Uh, then you got Wigan plus 180 versus Luton Town plus 150. I actually do lean Wigan at home today. I don't like it enough, though, to bet it, given that Luton Town is a championship side. Then you got Swansea plus 100 versus Bristol City today. Again, heavily leaning Swansea, but I don't like it enough to have it a part of our daily betting card. Might be one of those leans that we put out later on Substack. And then you got West Brom, they're minus 240, taking on Chesterfield today. Again, I really like West Brom today. Very juice line. Yes, they're at home. I don't know if I like them enough to go and bet a minus one and a half. So for me, that's a stay away game. But if you are going to bet on a game today, probably look at that Wolverhampton versus Liverpool game. Wolves are plus 233 today, and Liverpool are plus 105. Now, Liverpool have been in poor form recently, and Wolverhampton, they drew them just a couple weeks ago. So this is one where you might be a little bit weary going and betting a money line. I'm less so in that boat. I think Liverpool realize this is one of few trophies they have left to win, and so they will go out and really compete for this one today and try and get back on the right track as we start heading into things like Champions League in the next month or so. Then you got NBA tonight. Only four games happening, but there's some good ones to bet on today. Um, the one that I would stay away from out of these four is probably that Brooklyn and San Antonio game. I really hate a minus five and a half on the road. I know it's just the Spurs, and I could very easily see Brooklyn winning this game by 20. But with no Kevin Durant, I just don't love the number today. So I would definitely stay away on this game. Now, the three that I do like, Toronto and Milwaukee, this is the first one. Both teams are on a back-to-back -back here. And hopefully you didn't bet that line early because yesterday it was minus six and a half. It has now moved to minus five and a half 
which is kind of the direction that we're going with this game as well, because I am a little bit worried with Toronto going to overtime yesterday. I'm not sold on them overall. And then you factor in the fact that, you know, Nick Nurse loves to play his guys heavy minutes. So it is a little bit of a concern. Now, you might want to wait a little bit closer to tip off because you got Giannis's game time decision and Chris Middleton as well. You could potentially get some better value here. So that would be my only thing is potentially wait a little bit just to see who's playing there. Portland and Denver, Denver's minus six and a half. Again, neither team played yesterday, so they are pretty well rested. But Portland, they've won just four of their last 10 and they've lost their last four road games. Whereas Denver's won seven straight at home and they've covered or pushed in six of those games. So I think it is a good nugget spot for tonight. That line has held solid at minus six through the night. And then Philadelphia and the Clippers, Philly are minus one and a half slight favorites. And it's because of the game time decision tag around Paul George. Now that the Clippers have, they just won by 21 at home and Philly squeaked out a win over the Lakers the other night. But Philly's only eight and 11 against the spread on the road. So if Paul George goes tonight, I'm all in on the Clippers. But until I know his status, I'm going to stay away. Now, NHL wise, we got seven games happening today. Looking at four of them, the ones that were not, Minnesota and Washington's basically a pick em. And you got Minnesota's been off since Saturday, but they're on the road against Washington, who's on a back-to-back. I just think it's a bad spot as much as I'd love to take Minnesota. I don't trust them enough today. Anaheim and Philadelphia, Phillies minus 180, but they just lost 6-0 yesterday. That being said, they're taking on a bad Anaheim team, and the Flyers have still won seven of their last 10 overall. So I'm staying away, especially since that line is so juiced in favor of Philly. And then Buffalo minus 155 versus Chicago. The Sabres are on a back-to-back despite the Blackhawks being an awful team. Now, the four that we're looking at, Florida and Toronto. Florida played yesterday. They won 4-1, to whereas Toronto hasn't played since Saturday when they lost 4-3 to to Boston. That being said, I do kind of like Toronto today at home. I could get them in regulation for much better value. But I think if anything, I might just put their money line as a parlay piece if you're looking for a little bit of a juiced line out there. Um, Toronto currently minus 175. Then Winnipeg and Montreal both played yesterday. uh, or Sorry, both had yesterday off, played the day before, and they both won 2-1. to Now, I'm anticipating Hellebuck to go tonight. It looks like Allen's going to go for Montreal. Um, But I do like a team that's won three of their last four on the road, that being Winnipeg. Montreal's 500 in their last four home games. Winnipeg has also won three straight head-to-head. So I'd maybe parlay just a Winnipeg money line with that Toronto money line to get a little bit of value out of those two teams. Then you got Columbus and Nashville. Nashville's minus 220. Both teams are on a back-to-back, so I'm anticipating backups tonight. Probably Tukarski's going to be in for Columbus. Lankinen likely to go for Nashville. That being said... Columbus has lost five of their last six road games, and Columbus have won, despite the fact that they've won three of the last four head-to-head, I think a Nashville in regulation is a little bit nice. Um, Could even look at the puck line for this one tonight, as I really would like to fade Tukarski tonight. And then to cap it off, Detroit and Arizona. Detroit's minus 140 on the road. Um, Looks like they're going to play Helberg tonight, though, as they just got beat down by Colorado yesterday. And Arizona, they've lost nine straight games. So is this the night where they finally end their streak? Um, Yes, one win in their last 10 is really worrisome for Arizona. But Detroit with a backup in, there could be some value here 
for the home dog to pick up the win. And then lastly, we got six ranked games in college basketball today. Uh, a lot of these great games happening, starting with that number five Tennessee versus Mississippi State game. Um, as much as I like that Tennessee spread at the minus six and a half, I think if anything, I like the over a lot more in this game. And it is a very low line. We're sitting at 122 and a half for this game. But Mississippi State plays great at home. Tennessee are vastly more talented team. So I could see this one being in the mid-60s by the time it's all said and done. Maybe even have a team cross 70 points. So that would be my lean would be the over. Now, the rest of them I'm fading, but it's for good reason. Kansas and Kansas State. Kansas are minus 2.5 on the road today. In fact, it's all the way down to minus 1.5. I just think that these are two red-hot teams. I don't really want to side with either one. K-State's undefeated at home with Kansas winning 10 straight games. So I just think it's a really bad spot. Number one, Houston, they are minus nine and a half versus Tulane. Tulane have been red hot recently. They've won five straight games. As much as I like Houston, to expect them to win by double digits on the road, I think is a bit much. That being said, I'm not going to fade Houston this year, the number one team in the country. Then you got number seven, Texas, taking on number 12, Iowa State. This is another one of those games where I just don't really love either side. Um, Iowa State are 9-0 at home. Texas are undefeated on the road as well. Iowa State coming off that tight loss to Kansas. And Texas recently has beat uh, Texas Tech, TCU, and OK State. So I just don't love the spot. Then you got number four, Alabama and Vanderbilt. Again, minus 8.5 on the road is a tough spot despite the fact that Alabama have been blowing teams out recently. And then a couple of new teams in the top 25. You got number 21, Baylor. They're slight dogs against Texas Tech today. I kind of like Baylor, not enough to bet it, though. And number 19, Clemson, taking on Wake Forest, where there are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Clemson coming off that huge win over Duke. I actually kind of like Wake Forest today, but not enough to put any coin down. So with that, we are going to head over to our last call pick segment where we give you our favorite betting place for today. As we said at the top of the show, we got six for you here today. But before we do, let's play the video. Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated company located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are still out now. You gotta go and get them quick. Their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka this year. So with that, we got to head into our picks for today. And let's be honest, we're close to going bankrupt this year with how poor the plays have been. Luckily, we played a personal parlay that hit, but that's not for the people. That's what we're here for. We need to hand out some winners today. And so we got six plays for you, and we're ready to go, starting with that Liverpool money line versus Wolverhampton today. And it's actually a two-unit play for us today. Everyone will see the 3-0 defeat to Brighton. Uh, over the weekend by Liverpool, and there's obviously cause for concern. But I think that they're going to get it done against Wolves, who barely beat West Ham at home and drew Liverpool a couple weeks ago. I expect Liverpool to come out hungry. 
win comfortably on the road against a team that doesn't score a lot of goals. For me, if Liverpool gets to two, Wolverhampton won't be able to match this time around. Then you got the Milwaukee Bucks minus five and a half versus the Toronto Raptors at minus 110, a one and a half unit play. Again, wait closer to tip off to bet this game. But even if you don't have Giannis, I'm hoping you have Giannis, but even if you don't have Middleton tonight, that line's just going to dip a little bit. And I still like the Bucks today. Raptors played a late game yesterday uh, as far as time goes. They went all the way to overtime with the Knicks, a tough battle. And with the way that Nurse plays those rotations, I just don't love these guys to come out fully energized. So I love the Bucks at home to cover as well by double digits. Then you got Tennessee and Mississippi State. I'm going to play the over 122 and a half. Very low total here, but it's due to that Tennessee defense. What I'm banking on is the fact that Tennessee is going to get to 70 points, meaning all we need for Mississippi State is put up 55. It's not a lot to ask. And so let's go and hit this over at 122 and a half. South Carolina, they are plus six and a half versus Ole Miss today at minus 110. I can't back a team this heavy of a favorite uh, at home in Ole Miss, but everyone's going to look at that, that South Carolina result over the weekend when they got ran off the floor by 40 points, and they're going to say, wow, I can't believe you're backing this team. I think these are both mid-tier SEC schools. I think it's going to come down to the wire. They may not win outright at home, but I think South Carolina puts up a great fight against the Rebels today. I also like the Richmond Spiders minus 8.5 versus Rhode Island today. Rhode Island have been awful recently, and Richmond, they are a serviceable team in this conference. And they also love to cover consistently at home, whereas Rhode Island has not covered in four of their five road games this year. So roll with the Spiders today. And then to cap it off, I'm fading my own team, and it usually ends poorly, but we're doing it today anyways. Arizona Coyotes money line versus the Detroit Red Wings for a full unit. I am fading Halbert tonight on the road. I just think Detroit's a much different team when they have Huso in there. And Arizona, as I said, have lost nine in a row. They're not going to get to double digits. And so despite the fact that they've lost two straight to Detroit, Detroit is not a great road team this year at 7, 8, and 4 and Arizona's above 500 at home. But appreciate everyone who tuned into the show this morning. Feeling a lot better after yesterday. And so follow us on Twitter at HedgePod. You'll find some more of our college basketball plays there and even just some general uh, tweets. Was really upset with Brett Maher last night, so there's a couple tweets in there that you might appreciate. But thank you all for listening, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.